Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. I think I, I had my uh, ear pods in my pocket and I knocked one of them loose. Damn it, boy. Yep, yep. What you what you doing over there? You raging over there in your in your room with some DMX or what? Something like that. Something you know, get a little get a little hype. You know, get get, get the hype going. You know, what I'm um, you know, we got we got we got a big milestone. We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna talk about here in a second. Okay. So, uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, you ready? Yeah, man, I'm ready for sure. You know it. All right, well. Yes. Shorty knows she fucking with the best. Logo shit, I feel like Jerry West. She gon' blow this whistle like a ref. Yes. I got plenty of tattoos on my flesh. Drip on me, I tap to call my vest. Honey's everywhere, I made a mess. Yes, I keep racks on me, no, I ain't stressed. A hundred fold, so don't do no less. Pull up on the jet, now she impressed. Yeah, yeah, shawty, know she fucking with the man. Yeah, she calling me like she ain't got no friends. Yeah, they sleep on me, they off too many dance. I'm who you call, babe Can't not get lit, whole tree Monday like a Friday Yes Shorty know she fucking with the best Logo shit, I feel like Jerry West She gon' blow this whistle like a ref Yes I got plenty of tattoos on my flesh Drip on me, I tap to call my vest Honey's everywhere, I made a mess Let's get it My money blue no capping in my rapping, this shit true. You hating on a nigga that ain't cool. Do I have in the back? I make that bitch say ooh. I'm so entertaining. Yo, bitch wanna date me. Got so many hoes, I'm surprised I don't have a baby. Shawty think I'm waving. I'm like, fuck you, pay me. If we talking racks, you know I get that on the daily. Baby talking crazy. Niggas think they Jay-Z. Sweaty bitch Beyonce, but she look like my auntie. Niggas capping, I don't know that shit be on me All they fucking jury on, it ain't hard to find me Yes, shorty know she fucking with the best Logo shit, I feel like Jerry West She gon' blow this whistle like a ref Yes, I got plenty of tattoos on my flesh Drip on me, I tap to call my vest Honey's everywhere, I made a mess Let's get it Baby, oh, she going crazy Sweet, sweet, baby Damn, she never let me go Down, down, baby Oh, baby, just shady Boom, boom, baby You just like every hoe
Here we go. And welcome to another episode of The Commission Co. I am one half of your host, The Commission. Joining me per usual, Drew. What's happening, everybody? And uh, I mentioned a milestone whenever Drew got on the got on the cast. Big old big milestone for us. Uh, probably not for not compared to a lot of other uh, podcasters, but for us, hey, it's been it's been a long time coming. Um, we are officially at over one thousand plays for the podcast. One K, baby. I love it. I mean, dude, this is just something that we do, like, you know, just to kind of express our thoughts on fantasy. We ain't out here, like, you know, doing commercials or advertising on ads or anything. So these are are like genuine pioneer fans, you know, the people who are listening. Shout out to y'all, man. You know, I'm pretty sure we get a couple strays here and there, but to the ones who have been consistent, I'm pretty sure there's some of those. Um yeah, appreciate that. Indeed, indeed. Um, and well, and, and to be exact, one thousand sixty-one plays. So, I guess uh, it really took off. If, the, if I guess if I, I, don't, I don't keep track of how many every week people listen to, but I guess apparently people have gone back and listened to old, um, old episodes. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, look, and we don't make no money off of this. We get we get one sponsor off of, uh, uh, you know, it's Anchor, but that's maybe like a cent or two off of certain plays. So, I mean, there's really, I mean, there's, I think, I think there's like 10 bucks in that account, but I mean, I don't, I don't touch it, you know what I mean? They're going to they're gonna bring you uh, one of those jumbo checks for, for $5. Yeah, right, right. At your door. Congratulations, Jay. But you know, you know what? I mean, I, I I was I was hoping that sooner or later they would offer start offering some real uh sponsorships. Cause you know, we get we get the usual like whenever it's time to vote or whenever like uh they're trying to push uh drinking and driving or you know, a push against it or right. there's like another one or two miscellaneous <laughs> that that you know I it's one of those where I do it by myself, where I talk about it. But I mean, other than that, no. So, I mean, hopefully sooner or later, you know, they they start to notice that we're getting these plays. And uh, I was even looking, uh, you know, it was weird because whenever I whenever I first saw that we were, we were at one K, I started looking at uh, what are they called the sound uh, soundboards. But the apps, and so it's just like, eh, you know, it's something I'd have to, we'd have to do separately to where we'd have to record and then somehow get it from there or whatever onto Anchor. It's like, I'm pretty sure there's a way we can figure it out to make it like, you know, easy. But I've always felt like eventually we would get to that to where, you know, like we're probably using like, you know, some legit mics. Well, we could probably still use, like, the, the earbuds, but, you know, as far as, yeah, getting it recorded and then, you know, have it minimally edited, you know, because it's, it's a podcast, so you really don't do, need to do any of that. But, um, yeah, I mean, we can probably figure something out. So, um, I mean, there's, of course, you know, there's a million apps out there. Um, I'm sure with 
or you know, I'm sure, I'm sure there's. What do you probably- think? What do you think about getting on video, bro? Because, I mean, I like on. It seems like YouTube, especially like if you're doing like you know, you got video along with it. I see some channels that they kind of thrive. You know, they can just do audio, but you know, the people that are really getting some notoriety on YouTube, at least for podcasts, like they got like the video of them talking. They got the like the little little stat, you know, boxes that pop up. No, I mean, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, yeah, we could always we could always try YouTube out one of these days. You know, just uh, I think as it what create a channel, and then from there, uh, I mean, I could check it out. And plus, I'm sure I could just you know either me or you could always get on YouTube and start watching some videos because you know there's always you know about yeah. five million videos on how to do. <laughs> you know, what not everybody you know wants to put their way out there and yeah some are good man some are real good but the summer just they just like copy and paste off of somebody else's and it really doesn't work out the way they're explaining it whatnot so i agree but, but yeah i mean we, we, we could always give it a shot um probably here i don't know maybe we could try the next few weeks um because I, I mean, I know I wanna I wanna keep doing this uh, throughout the off season more consistently, and I know that's with the listeners. You know, when you build consistency, um, that's when you start getting more people coming around, sticking and sticking around. You know, and so yeah, mm-hmm. well, you know, we are gonna have to get clever um, with what we're talking about and what we're bringing up. Um, and I mean, look, I mean, that, now I'll, I'll admit it. Our biggest downfall, and it's been it's been almost like a kryptonite, is bringing the actual stats every single time, you know. So right. where we're not just talking about something, we're actually we got the numbers to to back it up. Yeah, I agree because you know, especially if we're going to be talking about fantasy, that's kind of like the crux of what people you know listen to. Uh, fantasy football podcast for is to, you know, they want the specific numbers too, because probably going to use the information to make decisions on their lineup. If, if anything, so. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, we already said it previously in this episode, we're going to, we're going to get into the Super Bowl. Um, but first, you know, we'll go ahead and uh, <clears throat> we're going to go, go over some news and notes um, since last time we just jumped right into the games. This time I want to go mm-hmm. ahead and cover uh, some things that have been happening on the league. Um, first and foremost, of course, which I'm sure plenty of already heard, Matthew Stafford and the Detroit Lions have agreed to go separate ways, um, but they really can't go. They can't walk away. Uh, Stafford is still has still has two years left on his deal. So they'll be seeking. Though they're they're uh, he's seeking a trade, and they have already agreed to trade him. They're looking to rebuild. Um, right now, there's uh, several several teams, of course, that come to mind. You know, right right off right off the top of my head, um, you got the Washington Football Team, um, San Francisco 49ers. I'm sure they're ready to move on from Jimmy Trash. Um, 
What do you think about maybe the Bears? The Bears, yeah, the Bears. But the one that seems intriguing to me would would be the most playoff ready team. You know, and they're they're they got a good offensive line. They got a good young running back. They got, uh, you know, they got they got the Colts. Colts, yeah, they got a lot of uh, a lot of a lot, lot of young wide receivers. They got a decent defense. You know, and, they, and that would be just like clockwork, you know, because they, you know, Phil Rivers just retired and boom, Matthew Stafford. Like, I mean, it makes sense. And, uh, whew. I mean, dude, Matthew Stafford, he, he can play good, man. I just felt like he was a good QB caught up on like a, a lackluster team. And know? that's, you know, that's really been the story of the Lions for pretty much ever. They've, Never been able to put it together. Uh, quick fun fact about the Lions: over the past six years, or five or six years, they have not had a running back rush for over six hundred yards. Which is so crazy to hear from a team that had Barry Sanders. Yeah, yeah. It's just, and it's just, it's unheard of these days. Like. You at least, you know, majority of teams have at least a running back <laughs> rushing for anywhere from 800 to 1,000 yards. You know, sometimes they're running two, or three, you know, they're running uh, uh, a trio, you know, or they're, or it's just, you know, they're running two, using two running backs. Um, so, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's nuts. It's wild. So, you know, if, it, if I would say you give Matt Stafford a, Decent offensive line, a good a good young running back, number of uh, wide receivers and tight ends, and you know you, you give somebody a chance to chance to succeed, and you 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 supply them those uh, what they need. They're gonna you know majority are gonna you know are gonna, are gonna take full advantage and run with it. So you're saying they should let Matthew Cook. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, hell yeah, they should. They, you know, the thing, but the thing is, is not a lot of teams are showing interest, and not a lot of them are gonna even are gonna pay up a lot to acquire him in a trade. I mean, even though, I mean, look, he's only thirty two years old. You know, well, um, I mean, because obviously they're gonna have to pay off his contract, right? And no, then. No. On no, top of that, to a team. no. Oh, so they because the, the Lions just agreed, like okay. Yeah, they, yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They're they're wanting to rebuild. You know, it's, it's, it's oh yeah, shit. Up Lions. You know, uh, late last week they hired. You know, they hired their new head coach, uh, Dan Campbell. He was uh, he was an assistant uh, head assistant head coach for the Saints previously. And he had coached uh, before that for the for the Dolphins, for the Cowboys. Uh, he even played tight end for the Cowboys. But man, just just the way he was talking at his press conference, it's like that's you know that's what you want out of a coach. You know, he was just like <laughs> I don't know if you saw the press conference. He sounded real aggressive. <laughs> was, or what? Some of the shit he was saying, he was like, uh, "Well, you know what? You knock us down. You know what we're gonna do." We're gonna bite your feet, and on the way up, we're gonna bite your legs, 
And on the way, and keep going up, we're going to bite those kneecaps off. And it's like, damn, bro. Like, who? Talk about aggressive. Good God. Spike don't play with girls. <laughs> but that's what you want. You know, a lot of times you got these coaches and you got these players, which, yeah, you don't want to wish uh, injury on no player, but, you know, they're soft. A lot of these players are soft, and a lot of these players want to get down. You know, and don't want to, you know, dig their heels into the ground. And this guy's like, look, no, mm-hmm. we're coming for you. Like, doesn't matter who you are. We're not here to make friends. You know, which, of course, hey, it could go terribly wrong for him if, if these players aren't buying into him. So, you know, I'm, but good for them. Um I'm sure Stafford, if he really wanted to stick around, he would have wanted to have some say in, you know, the hiring of the head coach, who, like, who they're going to hire. But it was obvious that, you know, they're both ready to move on, you know, move on and to greener pastures. Well, maybe it's for the best, man. You know, maybe it seems like uh, that's, kind of the better thing to do nowadays whenever you got like kind of several years where it's just not happening like you're trying to make little moves here and there it's just time to kind of like make a whole change up like a drastic change in the yeah, roster. exactly and uh there was just also um not my team of course i i, I really don't want i don't i have nothing to do with them i don't like them I, there's nothing you know and i'm sure i said it before on here you know, there is nothing I like coming out of Houston. Not a football team, not a basketball team, certainly not a cheating ass baseball team. Um, but <laughs> God damn yes, it, boy. I said it. <laughs> yes, I said it. And uh, but they hired they they've hired their head coach, their new head coach. Um David Coley, he was uh, Ravens assistant head coach and wide receivers coach. I have never heard of this guy before a few days ago. Whenever he was mentioned, mm-hmm. um, I know there's several uh, several coaches who are who are interviewed. Um, so what they see in this guy, I have no idea. But man, it seems like you know the. It seems like these teams are caught between. They're just trying to get, like, a good deal. Like, they're trying to see who, like, the biggest bang for their buck, and they're not trying to spend too much. I mean, I don't know the contracts they're agreeing to, but... I think a lot of them are going for... Are trying to go for... Like, this guy, he's not so young, but, like, something fresh, something, like, that new that people haven't seen before. But, I mean, come on. Like, they, they, they interviewed Jim Caldwell, who's a former Indianapolis coach, uh, former Lions coach, which he was doing well, and then they they let him, they fired him, and that's when they hired Matt Patricia, which obviously that was a wrong move because he's he's not coaching there anymore. Um, they, <laughs> they interviewed Leslie Frazier, Buffalo Bills defensive coordinator, and I believe he was he had been a head coach before years back. Um, he even uh, that Leslie Frazier even got another interview. They'd also uh, they'd also interviewed Eric Benemy, the Chiefs 
offensive coordinator, which, in my opinion, that I thought the Heat, yeah, yeah, I was about to bring him up. That would have been a smart hire. I mean, you know. But you know what, Jay? You know what? And, like, we don't even have to go into a deep thing, but – you know, people were talking about Eric Bieniemy. He should have been obvious for a lot of teams, and that like some of these teams weren't even interviewing him. So automatically, you know, people were bringing up that racial card, and you know, you could say it's overblown. But I mean, doesn't the NFL have that policy now that they have to interview a coach of color? Yeah. Like what? Like at well, least yeah, one. And they they like had that? interviewed Caldwell and uh, Leslie Frazier. Leslie Frazier is is uh is black. So, but I know there's okay. always there's, over the past few years there there's been an issue with the Texans and and their owner the one that passed away not too long ago you know he had said some racial slurs and he didn't think anybody was listening. Oh they recorded him. god! Um. So, but and I know. They they said the word the word around the league was nobody wanted to coach the Texans because that that uh that was one dysfunctional organization. I mean, you you're gonna have your plate full, that's for sure. You got a lot to, to bite off, but I mean somebody's gonna step up. Somebody wants to, to make that check, you know. Somebody's gonna need a coaching job, so um, but they they did hire. Okay. Um, oh, I can't remember uh, the guy's name or his position. He was he was with the Patriots for ah, twenty years, twenty plus years, uh, as their, I believe, general manager. Um, this individual had a lot of success hmm. while he was working with the Patriots. Um, and I know they had tried to interview him in the past, and they got fined because they tried to go uh, above, you know, or, or do it without the the Patriots' permission. <laughs> yeah, they tried to do it under so, the table. Um, hey, man, you know what? They were just trying to have a dinner. That's what they all, uh, you know, they just started yeah, talking football. What they, <laughs> what they what they invited him out to do is dinner. But they got caught. I mean, come on. You, you can't get away with anything these days. There are, you know, camera phones everywhere. Everybody has at least one, you know. So sometimes they have a certain <laughs> phone just so, just so they can record shit and then have the phone, have, you know, somebody on FaceTime on the other phone and be talking about what's going on. And so, man, I can't, I can't think of this guy's, uh, can't find this guy's name. So, I mean, look, the Texans have a lot of work to do because Deshaun Watson's already asking for a trade. You know, his – yeah. I think he's gone. So his destination, you know? he wants there. to go to the Jets and uh, go play for Richard Sala, which is a new hire, new head coach for the New York Jets. He was that defensive coordinator for uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, a, lot, a lot of players like playing for this guy. You know, there's, there's, he's pretty much he's about the team. He's always he's about doing what's right for the team, you know, and that's all he's about. So, and he, he's a good coordinator, especially this year, not having much of anything on defense because a lot of players were were hurt. 
he still did well. Um, Nick Nick Casario, he was a New England Patriots director of player personnel. Oh, that's right. So I did actually hear about that. Um, I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, the it seemed like the scope that you know the ESPN crew was putting out there was that um yeah like they, like they're not kind of they're not they never heard of this guy um they're like kind of puzzled not sure but i mean that can go both ways i mean yeah. so step up you know i mean yeah Deshaun Watson said Jets i even i even think he mentioned the 49ers oh my god i would hate my life if he went over there Jesus, man, that would just—they <laughs> will be a true threat. I mean, you know, providing that everybody can stay healthy. Fuck, if he, if he, goes, he goes that way, but I think his 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 mind is made up that he wants to go to the Jets. So, I mean, they they they've had some good drafts the past two years. It's just their players are young, and you know when you have uh, when you have dumpster juice like you know Adam Gates as your head coach. I mean, shit. No, you ain't doing them no fucking <laughs> no favors. So, hey, well, uh, just like a just like a true fiend, he looks like he came back into the league, doesn't he? What was that? Uh, he landed like a offensive coordinator. Oh, you mean, you mean for the Seahawks? No, they, I don't think they hired him. Oh, they didn't play. No, like, didn't I get job. I think that was just like, I think that was something that uh, may, maybe Pete Carroll knew Adam Gase, so maybe he was just doing him the favor of like, you know, giving him a talk, um, and then after that, you know, he just probably like dropped him off, dropped him off at the fucking airport and like, oh. burned out, like got the fuck out of there as quick as he could. And he's like. <laughs> Ah, so Gates is like so. He's like, Don't call me. Contract. I'll call you. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let me just work out some things real quick, and I'll get back to you. My but if God. you call me, I'm not gonna answer. I mean, so don't call me. I'm gonna call you. Exactly. Oh God, it's funny, man. So yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, look. Best. Of, I mean, really, best of luck to Texans. Um, it's gonna take a lot, man. I mean, can you imagine? They have. They don't have a draft pick until the fourth round in this draft, man. I mean, I think uh, they should, you know, scorch the earth and uh, just start from the bottom and just go from there, man. I mean, I think at the end of the day, sometimes you can't rely on having like a top top round pick. You know, you gotta kind of make tweaks and maybe try to find somebody a diamond in the rough if you will because there's a lot of teams that kind of like you know with their record at the end of the season it's pretty much even like you know an eight and eight or something similar so i feel like those teams kind of suffer because they don't do bad enough to get a high draft pick but obviously from their record they're not doing well enough to like win anything so it's like they're kind of in a bad spot but um um. Yeah, man. Honestly, I kind of like the jet, the jet yeah, thing, though. Yeah, I mean, for I mean Dave. <clears throat> some, yeah. Look, at this point, I guess Andy is better than Texans. So, 
Um, the 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 Chargers <laughs> also they they got their shows their their head coach. It was uh, who was the defensive coordinator for the Rams? Uh, another one of uh, McVay's um, understudies, I guess to say at least. Uh, what's his name? Brand Brandon Staley. Fairly young, fairly young. Like, I don't know. I think, uh, or, yeah, I don't know. I guess so, man. You just trying uh, to keep and, it young over there, or what? And then they were they were trying to <laughs> right after they hired him, they were trying to interview the offensive coordinator for the Rams, but of course the Rams put it put a stop to that real quick. They said, nah, nah, nah. They're like, right. hold on. Like, you gotta get your own. Down now. And uh oh, Philadelphia Eagles, <laughs> Nick Sirianni. He was the Indianapolis uh, offensive uh, coordinator, which he had he previously Coach for the Eagles. Whenever uh, Frank Reich was the offensive coordinator for the Eagles, he was coaching under uh, under them. I think he was like a quarterbacks coach there or something. So they got they got themselves their head coach. Um, yeah, a lot of moves, man. A lot of moves. Uh, I, know. I mean, you got to keep busy. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely. You try to win it all. Um, so what else do we got here? What else? What else? What other, what other news do we have here? Um, Jason Wynn retires from the NFL. Finally, like bro, like, stop, man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I saw he was gonna do the uh, <clears throat> the one day contract yeah, to, to retire yeah, the he's Cowboys. Gonna go, uh, he's gonna he's gonna go uh, being uh, what do they call that? The Oh, what do they call it? What does Tony Romo do? The announcer or whatever. The yeah, he's gonna go. He's gonna like, go. Uh, uh, old commentator right and analyst. Romo. Join him. Join him up there. Oh no! Remember he was. Oh my god! Commentator. Where does Tony Romo? Remember before he went back and played for the Cowboys really? like two years ago. Dang, oh, I think it was no, probably the I year don't even, I can't when recall. He started out. He was uh that's when he went back to that's when he came back to playing football. Bro, he was terrible. He he, he was seriously bad. <laughs> Wait, ter- yeah, terrible no, terrible at the commentating or terrible when he came back? He couldn't figure out what he wanted to say. He's like he was just trying to talk so fast and his it's like it's like his no man, no, no. He, he was like Charles Barkley or what? Brain, or vice versa. I don't know what it was, but it was just like, like half the things he was saying never made sense. Like what? So, <laughs> um, damn it, dude. That's Jared tough. Goff and John Wolford will enter training camp as an open competition. I'm telling, bro. Jared Goff and uh, Jared Goff and McVay, they're just they're not. They're not. Wait, so you're saying like they're gonna end? What does that mean? That they're yeah. gonna like be pretty much playing to be like the starter? <laughs> Sudden death or what? Oh my freaking god! Hey man, well maybe it's for the best. Maybe it'll kind of light a fire under golf ass if he's, you know, truly part of that class like of quarterback. You know. <laughs> That he was drafted. Someone, I mean, someone's got to be, but. 
So so what's uh so what's up with um, the other guy though? What was John Wolford. What's uh have you, he, have well, you I think seen he played him, that game? Have uh, you heard anything about him? Whenever Goff had surgery. But but I guess oh, I guess what they're okay. saying is All right, Goff that was is just, he's out there just getting he's getting sacked and there's no reason he should be getting sacked so much. So they even switched up the offense to a two tight end. Um, set up, and even then, still, like he's just, and this was the whole thing about him. Whenever he, you know, came out of college, remember, I think I was mentioning either last week or the week before, where he's uh, McVay was just calling the plays up until a certain point, even the audibles to where golf was just like, you know, he, it, yeah, he couldn't do it. Lack of communication. So, oh yeah, did we mention? I don't think we ever mentioned. Uh, Nick Saban, not, not Nick Saban, Urban Meyer to the Jaguars. Oh, okay, yeah, we didn't mention that, but I also heard that. Um, I think that I like it. I've been hearing Urban Meyer's <clears throat> name, you know, come up more than a couple times mm-hmm. whenever they talk about coaching openings. So, I mean, I don't know uh, what they're going to do with Gardner. Or if they're gonna try to move forward, like because they got that. Yeah, well, they got the first pick high draft pick, Trevor they're Lawrence. Going to Trevor Lawrence. <clears throat> okay, yeah, I, I thought so too, but um, yeah, I mean, hey, what, what, damn, what if they just shock everybody, dude, and like just do something crazy? You know what I mean, like. Like go for like a number one, like secondary. You know what I'm like they, they, they have to be, they have to be better than Deion Sanders. Like you know what I mean? Like this. I mean, I could see maybe an offensive lineman, something like that. I, I could definitely see that. But they they do have a lot of picks in this year's draft. Okay. You know they've traded they traded away a lot of defensive players. And some offensive players to where they've they've stocked up on draft picks and they're ready they're ready to go, you know. Oh, so they're locked and loaded. They're ooh, this is gonna be. Uh, no, when is the when is the draft in uh, May? Yeah. April. Ooh, okay. So uh, this is gonna be a good one. Uh, honestly, I'm I'm excited to see where. Uh, oh, dude, you don't even know Devontae uh, Smith. I think recently they'd asked. He was. Doing something, I forget. I forget what he was doing, but they asked. They asked. Uh, oh, he he refused to be weighed, and uh, he refused to be uh, measured as far as for height. So, no, no, I forget. To, do, to, to enter the draft, doing, but um, I think they were they were at um. Alabama, they were having some workout or something like that. But the thing, the thing with them also is like everybody. Uh-huh. Every, it's not you're not gonna you're not gonna get the real time for these players. You're not gonna get the real weights for these players because there's there's not gonna be a combine this year due to what you know <clears throat> what's going on. And so every <clears throat> excuse me, every university is gonna have their own pro day. And so of course, of course. Someone's going to be stopping the stopwatch a little early. Someone's going to be shaving 
you know, pounds here and mm-hmm. there. Someone's going to say, well, no, he's 6'3", mm-hmm. but he's really probably like 6'1". Mm-hmm. No, there's going to be stuff like that. There's not going to be true metrics of these players. But isn't that info already out? I'm pretty sure they but took that But they're still inflated. They, they still in tinker with them. Yeah, they still do that. Oh, so they kind of, oh, so maybe they're trying to say that the college inflated them. They're like, okay, let's take our own measurements. Let's see. Because I saw you. Oh, y'all standing next to you, bro, and I'm only six I, well, feet. I, I know like these pro days, these, these, uh, um, these pro days <laughs> at the universities, of course, the pro scouts will be there, you know, to go ahead and take their own time, you know, their own yeah time measurements and all that. But those times won't be official. You know what I mean? So, some a team can say, "Well, no, well, we he, where we, you know, we got a bad. You know, he ran that four, he ran that four forty, and he ran a four 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 forty or a four two four forty, maybe a four four like four three four forty, and then the university is going to be like, "No, wait, what are you talking about? He, he that was a four two four for you know, you know, four four. Like, you you got it wrong. It's like man, so it's gonna be a bunch of that. He's bad. So." But I mean, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, they're gonna have to watch out for that. So, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for the for the draft too. Apparently, they're saying this kid out of BYU, this quarterback out of BYU, is like almost like a a mix of a, of a Mahomes and uh, oh god, who else was it? Shit, who did they say? Not it was it wasn't not Kyler Murray, but somebody else like this. Oh, Mahomes and Rogers, like his accuracy is just like on point. Oh, you know, and so you know, I mean, damn, you can't yeah, get much no, more accurate so, than Mahomes. So like, but you I know, guess and, I see what and, saying. You know, and a lot of these college players, you don't you don't see their true, you know, what they can really do their true talent because, I mean, let's face it, a lot of these universities don't allow them to do that. You know, they, they, they have their own game plan. They have their own playbook. So a lot of times, you know, don't see what they, you know, what kind of talent or potential they really have. So, it's, you know, whenever the pros start going out there and, you know, making their own comparisons and taking their own notes and all that, you start to see that. So he's shooting up the draft board uh, fast. But, I mean, of course, that, that's normal with quarterbacks. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, there's there's a, there's a some couple other ones, too, that I'm looking at, like Justin Fields. But it's going to be pretty good, pretty good uh, draft as far as quarterbacks. Yeah, a lot of offensive linemen. So, uh, but, yeah. But <clears throat> I think that's about all the news that really matters mm-hmm. right now. Um. So let's go ahead and get into the Super Bowl. We're gonna have Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Kansas City Chiefs in Tampa. Mm. I like the sound of that. February Mm. six. I like the sound of that. Seven. Um. Almost got first home. First home. You know, literally home game for a Super Bowl contender. 
in the history of the NFL. Um, I mean, look, mm-hmm. what what two better mm-hmm. teams to be in there playing? I mean, we got, you know, we got sharks, man. I mean, we got we got literally we got sharks at QBs, sharks on the defense, other sharks on the offense. Mm-hmm. There is no time for no Disney stories in the Super Bowl, y'all. Okay. So all this talk about how the Bills, you know, underdogs have made it and all that shit. Get that shit out of here, man. <laughs> I did. I really this boy had to creep like, that Get that fucking shit out of there, man. Uh, no, we don't want no money from the fairy tales. This fairy tales are for after the Super Bowl whenever whenever the winner gets to go to Disneyland and or Disney World or wherever. Okay. We want the real deal here, okay? We want the best. Oh, best. my God. You know, not the best until they didn't have a running back and all this other shit, you know, whatever. You know, like, and so, yeah. Anyway, sorry. I had to get that out of the way, you know. But that, I mean, I mean, do I have a point? Isn't that what you want in the Super Bowl? <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, I will admit that whenever it comes to the Bills, I mean, I'm not going to go as hard on them, <laughs> uh, but I will admit that, yeah, um, me thinking about them beating the Chiefs and all that and, you know, finally kind of making that, that push and after it's been so many years, it was pretty much a fairy tale type thing. Like, it had been like something like, but at the same time, I mean, Tom Brady and what he did with the Bucks is almost a fairy tale in itself, but... Uh, I see what you're saying on the point of like, you know, the, the accolades, you know, wasn't really there for Josh Allen, even though he was showing a lot of promise, you know, he was looking real good, you know, but uh, this, that was the question, you know, him getting this far, how he would do in that moment. That was the question that, you know, hadn't been answered yet. And, uh, you know, he wasn't able to pull it off, but, you know, he could probably regroup. So, I do, I do think that you have a point, man. Uh, I, I honestly, part of the reason why, I mean, I even bet money on them to go to the Super Bowl was just because I, I just keep talking about storyline, and I just like that that headline of the established quarterback who's just pulled off all these milestones and records along the way in this season getting the team who had the worst win percentage to the Super Bowl, and he's going against pretty much, you know, if we're taking, you know, Brady uh, out of the situation, he's the best quarterback in the NFL right now. I mean, honestly, number-wise, he's doing better than Brady for sure. Um, he's, the, he's the prodigy, you know what I'm saying? If we were ever going to use that word for an, an athlete in sports, he's the prodigy. And I just like how that sounds, like the prodigy versus, you know, the former prodigy, pretty much. So, I, whew, imagine if Tom Brady adds another ring, dude, seven yeah. rings. What the heck? But look, let me ask you this, though. What do you, do you think that does anything to Mahomes' uh, legacy? You know, as far, you know, do you think it kind of uh, tarnishes it a little bit? Not all the way, but, you know, because the whole thing is, is, you know, first three years in the league and, you know, each year he's going to the conference championship and two of them he's 
going to the Super Bowl. Um, so do you think that kind of pushes the brakes a little bit if he if he no, loses to no, Brady and the Bucks? No, if he if he loses to Brady and the Bucks, no. Nah, I mean, you're losing to Brady, pretty much. You know, like I mean, like what are you gonna say? Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm sure he'd be more pissed at himself for uh, for losing, but I mean. Hey, if you lose to Brady, you lose to Brady. Um, but the fact is, both these teams, look, you want to beat the Chiefs, you don't kick field goals. You know what I mean? Like, you don't say, oh, well, I'm going to kick this field goal mm-hmm. and hopefully we can get in it. No, there is no fucking hopefully. There is no motherfucking hopefully. You got to fucking put it all on the line. And you got to go out there, balls to the fucking wall. You got to take the chances. Um, so, you, I mean, no, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt him. Um, if anybody else, yeah, probably, but I got, but I got one, I got, I got three letters and you're not going to think of it <laughs> in the way that I'm, Saying it, R P O. Okay. Usually, you're saying that for an offense. RPO for a quarterback. They're they're running a RPO uh, run pass option. They're calling it at the line, but no, for this, this I don't mean it in that okay. way. The, the the Chiefs have been running a run pass option defense. That's how they were able to stop uh, Josh oh. uh, Josh Allen. That's that's how they were able to rattle him. What's going? What what they're doing? What they've been doing Definitely. is Tyrone Matthew. He's been coming into the box. Like he's gonna blitz, and so when so that's that's rattling the the quarterback, and they're having to change up the play, and from there he's reading if it's a run or pass, what's it gonna be, and then he's acting on it from there. Which is he backing up, or he's going in to tackle the the running back? Um, they've been doing that a lot of these games lately, and it's been successful. Um. So when it comes to Brady, I mean, when it comes to Brady, look, they I mean you got Leonard Fournette and Rojo, two capable running backs. Um, you know, they're gonna. I mean, yeah, the, where was I going with it? I mean, they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to mix it up, but they're also gonna have to call Tyrone Matthew on some of his bluffs when it comes to this. You know, when he's coming into the box to to figure out what's going on, what what Brady is doing back there, what 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 they're gonna do. Um, and so, you know, frankly, mm-hmm. I mean, Brady's been playing lights out. Can't, can't knock the guy. Um, everybody on the Bucks has been playing lights out. Um, I'm looking for some percentages here so I can see what's, you know, how these teams are doing. Um. Let me see what we got here. I mean, I don't know. I can't find anything. I can't find. 
I, honestly, uh, like how I feel about the matchup is uh, <clears throat> I, I, what I see happening is, you know, Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid, they've, they've figured out some crazy things as far as, you know, what to experiment with and, you know, some, you know, some cool things that work. Uh, but what I think is going to happen is Brady's going to pull out something from the old school book. He's going to pull out something maybe from, you know, he's going to pull out something from the old days, something that maybe he learned whenever he was first starting with the Patriots. And, you know, maybe something that he learned from those old school quarterbacks that were already established whenever he got drafted. And I think that's what's going to, because, you know, honestly, Andy Reid, he's so good. And Pat Mahomes, he's really at like a high elite level being so young that he's got a, like a really great mind for football as well. So I think he's like really good at analyzing what? things. You really can't get a lot of things past. You know, I think for the Bucks, they have to establish but, uh, a run. I think it's going to uh, come down to Tom Brady's they, experience. They're going to have to establish a lot of these short passes, you know, to the – to their tight ends and, you know, to the wide receivers on these crossing routes early <clears throat> to, to throw, to, to get the Chiefs to back off, you know, so they can start playing maybe, maybe more zone or more nickel and dime and uh, less passing. But, you know, um, mm-hmm. Aaron's a good coach. Um, but one thing that I know you haven't thought of and uh, it's just, I mean, everything's just stacking up against the Bucks with this, which I just don't see it happening. Uh, who was uh, who was Tom Brady's uh, kryptonite when it comes to the Super Bowl? Who could he never beat? What team? But in the, the New York Giants, right? Eli Manning. Okay. Who who's who was their defensive player? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. During this time, right? No, no, no. Oh, uh, he's a... now the defensive coordinator Ooh, Andy for Reed? the Kansas City Chiefs. Has been for about the past two, three years. Steve Spagnola. Steve Spagnola. Okay. I think I think he's well, stop Brady. And so you think that he might have like a little like trick book on on Brady when it comes to the Chiefs? The playoffs last year, the playoffs this year, the playoffs two years ago. That defense has always come to play. Always, and they've always shown up, except for of course that game against the Patriots when mm-hmm. they had some critical mistakes towards the end of the fourth quarter and overtime. Um, and you know, just I think that's something that people are overlooking completely. Like they don't, they don't come, they don't, they don't come just to go ahead and okay, yeah, we're here at the Super Bowl, or we're here in the playoffs, or we're here in the conference championship. Let's celebrate. No, man, no, they're they're here to take care of business, and that's what they're gonna do, and that's what I think. You know, a lot, a lot of these uh, analysts, maybe you know, from these networks, are just they're overlooking that they they come to play they come they come to win they don't come just to say hey yeah we were here i agree 
Um, yeah, that's why it's just such a, an interesting, it's, it's, the matchup is great because, I mean, you can go on like, you know, all day about it and, you know, every, each team has something that they're bringing to the table. Each team has its perks over the other one. Um, I mean, as far as like, you know, weaknesses, <clears throat> I mean, maybe it's, it, I think it's uh, probably by the numbers a little bit easier to, you know, get Tom Brady off of his game if you're constantly blitzing him. You know, Pat Mahomes, I mean, just this last game against the Bills, I mean, we saw the we saw their, their defense rush him and, you know, even a couple times they, they wrapped him up, but he was he was able to make a pass, you know, right before they took him down and so I, I think maybe as far as weaknesses, maybe that, but dude, I mean like like you've been saying, I mean like the Bucks, like they've been doing a good job. Like they've been playing, you know, pretty lights out. Honestly, they've been protecting him. And that was like they had trouble with that midseason, but right now, I think they. Man, it's just so hard. I don't know, man. Like I, I I'm truly conflicted. Um, you know, before I was like, mm-hmm. that was the whole reason why I didn't bet on the Bucks to win the Super Bowl. I bet on them to go to the Super Bowl because. You know, it's freaking Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, coached by Andy Reid. So, you know, I still had a little bit of confliction, but it's like now I'm not so sure. Like, dang, Brady, like, and Buccaneers, shout out to you too in the defense. Like, God, they've been playing awesome. So, everybody on both sides of the ball for both teams has been playing stellar. I'm like, like, they really want it. Um, I just think, look, mm-hmm. Andy, Andy Reid's figured it out. Like, he's figured out how to beat them. Doesn't matter who it is. You know, for him, it's he wants to be he wants to be known as the best coach in the NFL, best coach of all time. That all that, you know, they're his offensive genius, Eric Benjamin, offensive genius, Steve Spagnola. I mean, the guy can run a defense. Um, they got they got enough speed, you know. But not to take nothing away from the Bucks, I like Mike Evans. I like him a lot. Godwin, you know, he's he could be considered a bust, the bust of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, he's good. Yeah, he's good, but he has his moments. You know, you ask Scotty Miller. You know, he's there. Um, you got one half of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's gonna play. I was gonna say that he. That's, that's the next thing I was gonna say. You got. One half is of AB gonna play. Have you heard anything bucks. on AB? He's gonna play AB. You got the other half on the Chiefs. Bell, he's gonna play. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, dude, it's gonna be a fucking battle. Like, like. It's gonna be. Oh this, man, this dude, it's gonna be sick. Oh Super my Bowl. god! Like, you want to see your guys, your teams get in there, but you want to be indecisive too because they're gonna fucking battle that man. They're just like they're both two ready teams. They're both heavily, t- heavily talented. They both want it. You know, a lot of times, you know, these some of these teams have Super Bowl hangovers or they just don't want it as much as they did the previous year. But no, not the Chiefs, man. The Chiefs fucking want it. They fucking want it, you know. So, you know, this is what you want. 
you don't want, you know, mm-hmm. somebody going out there saying, oh, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy we made it this far. Like, fuck that. No, get the fuck out of here with that. No, I don't want to hear that. I want to hear that you fucking want this. You want to dominate. Like, this is your, this is your time. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Especially if it's the game that, you know, it's for all the marbles. This is, this is where all the other teams were scratching and clawing to get a chance to smell, but... You know, they would have killed to be in that position. So, you know, you better, so, you better I'll, have I'll, that passion I'll tell you what. whenever I'll tell you it comes what. to the last game of the season. We're obviously going to get on next um, week. Um, shit. We don't want to spend all our time next week talking about the Super Bowl, but we can, I mean, even though we both know, look, yeah, you're the beer Bucks guy, Tom Brady and the Bucks, I'm the Holmes and the Chiefs guy. I mean, we can, you know, we, you can hold off on making your pick. I mean, I don't have to say who we think has a better chance, and you know, we... <clears throat> I, I I'm cool with it, honestly. I, I mean, I'm willing to make my pick, like as far as a fan and realistically. Right, I mean, if you want, I mean, we can we can hold on for me because I'm sure you these are. people who are listening, I mean, it might give them a reason to come back and check us out next week. You're right, you know, and also, honestly, I want some time to kind of think about, um, yeah, you know, maybe we can even try to predict the score. And, uh, yeah, you know, hey, you know what, maybe we can make this interesting. Maybe we could, uh, I, I mean, I'll say right here, right now, I think we're probably going to, I think it's obvious who we're both going to pick, you know, even though we can both go do our homework and maybe we'll have a change of heart. But if we end up having different picks, you know, yeah, that'll make could, it a little uh, interesting. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean, they're similar teams, man. They really are. They're similar, except one one beats you one way and the other one beats you another way, you know? So, you know, one... One goes for a juggernaut, and the other one will just pick you apart, mm-hmm. you know, and capitalize on mistakes. So, yeah, I mean, well, sure. Yeah, yeah we can wait till next week, and uh, next week, you know, we'll, you know, we'll have something else to talk about. You know, bring up, uh, you know, we'll bring up compared. I don't know, top top fifteen tight ends of. Uh, a blast, no, not even top 15. We'll do top 10 tight ends, you know, talk about them and, you know, moving forward, see who we feel as though we're going to be top 10 <laughs> next, you know, for next year. So move forward with that. So, but yeah, I guess, uh, so we pretty much got nowhere with the Super Bowl. Who we're, yeah, we're gonna that sounds good. Um, telling you, it's tough this year. It's getting it's tough. So, but hey, you know we'll, we'll have it next week, folks. It is. It's really, it really is. So be sure to tune in and uh, <clears throat> and keep adding on, keep adding on to those plays and uh, yes, sir. help keep us going. Uh, we still have content to talk about in the off season. So yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess for this episode, that's about it. Um, or else, unless you have something else to add, keep it coming.
No, nah, man, that's it. Just want to say again to the listeners, appreciate the, the listening. Right. And, uh, well, we'll continue. Y'all take care and uh, be safe and out there, man. You continue to still listen. So. I paid my dues time after time. I've done my sentence but committed no crime. And bad mistakes. Made a few. I've had my shells and kicked in my bed, but I can't breathe. I need to go on, 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 on. We are the champions, my friends, and we'll keep on fighting till the Thank you all, but it's been no bed of roses.